From the Ohio News Network, this is Ohio Sports Magazine. Now, here's your host, Kate Burdett. Welcome to this week's Ohio Sports Magazine. I'm Kate Burdett. Coming up on today's show, continuing our coverage of Ohio's minor league baseball teams, we're going to talk with folks from the Akron Rubber Ducks and the Dayton Dragons about all of the fun events they have planned for the remainder of the season. We'll have the latest from the Locked On podcasts and from the Ultimate Cleveland Sports Show, too. Let's do this. Jim Fander is president and general manager of the Akron Rubber Ducks baseball team. And it's been a busy summer, but it's not over yet. Their season isn't. And there are still some fun events coming up at the ballpark. Hi, Jim. How are things going over there? How are you? I'm doing well. Thanks so much for having me. Oh my gosh, it's a pleasure. And if for no other reason, I wanted to talk to you today to find out why rubber ducks. <laughs> why not? What? Believe it or not, it's been 10 years since we've been um, uh, known as the Akron Rubber Ducks. Uh, we're coming up on that uh, anniversary coming up here, gosh, in about uh, uh, two months now uh, when the season concludes. And really, you know, when we thought about minor league baseball and, you know, we, we had been the, the Canton Akron Indians had moved to Akron and become the Akron Arrows. Uh, but, you know, when the team was named the Arrows, if you remember, it was kind of under auspicious terms. The, uh, the team was originally named the Akron Blast and the, uh, previous owner of the team had kind of likened, uh, the name to Judy Resnick, who was from Akron and who died in the Challenger uh, disaster. And so three days later, they used the same logo. They used the same, um, uh, mascot and just flipped the name from Blast to Arrows and from Kaboom to Orbit. And, uh, it, it really was, you know, as you, as you look at it, there wasn't really anything Akron centric about the name Arrows. Um, we met with a lot of different key stakeholders, uh, constituents, um, you know, folks that, that really were invested in the club. And we, we've kind of asked them a lot of different questions and just kind of, uh, found out exactly what arrows meant to them. And there really wasn't anything Akron centric. Um, and when you think of great minor league baseball names, you know, and especially in minor league baseball, you don't have a chance to really control the play that's on the field. So really, you know, you want to make sure that your name, is it something that appeals to kids? Is it something that, you know, kids are excited about? I mean, it is minor league baseball. We have teams like the Richmond flying squirrels and the Lansing lug nuts. So, you know, is it something that kids can identify with? And, you know, rubber ducks, of course, I mean, everybody knows what a rubber duck is when they're a kid. Number two, is this something that talks about kind of the history and heritage of your city? Um, you know, I'm a product of, uh, you know, the rubber companies. My grandfather worked uh, maybe about two blocks from where the stadium currently sits at BF Goodrich Tire and Rubber Company. And he was there for, you know, 40 years. And so he's the reason why our, our family's here. It talks about the history, talks about the heritage of, of Akron. And so, you know, you can kind of, kind of check that mark as well. We, we play at Canal Park. Um, you know, so we play, you know, where there's always literally ducks landing in the canal or ducks on the pond, um, if you pardon the pun. And so there's always something that has to do with, you know, is it fun? Does it appeal to kids? And does it talk about the history and the heritage of, of your area? So, you know, we went through the 2013 season, you know, as the arrows really asked a lot of questions. And I think it was very apparent at the time it was like, you know what? I think it's time to, uh, to, to rebrand and become the rubber ducks. 
And then when you think of rubber ducks, you don't think of this yellow squeaky bath toy. You know, you, you see the logo and you're like, wow, that's a tough looking duck. <laughs> and, um, and, and, and the logo and the, and the team has evolved over the last 10 years, but, um, we've had a lot of great, um, feedback. We've had a lot of great experience being the rubber ducks. And, uh, and it's been a, it's been a great 10 years and we can't wait for many, many more decades. Well, I think that's a fantastic explanation. I really appreciate it. It definitely cleared things up and it definitely, I think, sounds better than the Akron Tires. So <laughs> good call. Good call. Minor League Baseball is just so much fun. It, of course, offers an opportunity to see, you know, baseball being played. But at the end of the day, like you've sort of mentioned, there's the whole concept of getting the family to the ballpark to have a good time and the Akron Rubber Ducks are no exception. You've had some amazing promotions and special events over this season in particular and you still have some coming up, don't you? We do and you know when you think about minor league baseball and you think about our business it's it's unlike any other you know um, what we control is everything kind of you think of a baseball diamond um, you think of the white lines that get on the first base and the third base side we control everything the outside of those white lines. The play on the field is handled by the Cleveland Guardians. You know, they hire the coaches, they hire the players, they decide who's going to be the cleanup hitter, who's going to get traded, released, promoted, all that fun stuff. So for us, we really control the fun that happens on the outside of the white line. So if you think from, um, from the concessions experience, some of the great food that, uh, Chef, uh, Louis Wilman Holland has, has dreamed up over the off season that was brought to life, um, every year where you're coming to the ballpark and you're trying these crazy food creations. And, you know, and by the way, we always have $2 hot dogs. I mean, that's, that's, that's a staple here at the ballpark, always something affordable. And then you think about, you know, some of the different fun promotions and, you know, whether you have a chance to meet a famous actor or actress. Or you have a chance to, um, you know, watch sumo wrestling between innings or, um, or get an autograph from a player or you watch, you know, one of 28 nights of fireworks during the season. There's always something for everybody. And I think that's what's great about minor league baseball is, you know, if, you know, you have a great time, you try one of these crazy food creations, you, um, you know, you, you know, you, you spend some time with those who mean most in your lives. And at the end of the night, you don't remember the final score. I think that means we've done our job. Now we've been blessed. We've got great baseball that has come through Akron. You know, we've won a number of championships since the 2003 season. And, uh, and, and I think we've always had a very good, uh, you know, baseball team that's come through and really hats go off to our manager, Rubio Dor, um, who is the all time winningest manager now in Rubber Ducks history. Um, but we've had a great baseball product, but really you can't control that. So what you can control is the fun. And so we try to do as best we can to have something for everybody when they come to the ballpark, whether it's fireworks on the weekends, whether it's family fun day where, you know, kids can play catch on the field before the game starts. They can run the bases after the game. Um, they can get autographs from players. I mean, you know, if you can have, you could bottle up that fun and excitement that happens every, every night at Canal Park. I think that's where you're like, you know what? We had a good time. And, um, and again, if you don't know the final score, that means we've done our job. <laughs> I think that's a really great way to look at it. We'll have more of this week's Ohio Sports Magazine when we continue here on the Ohio News Network. Calling all crew fans. Join us every week for Inside the Crew. It's a show about soccer. Tuesday night at 9. Sponsored by Coda, a trusted mobility sponsor of the Columbus Crew. Your flagship home for the Columbus Crew, the fan. 
Now back to Ohio Sports Magazine on the Ohio News Network. Once again, here's Kate Burdett. Welcome back to Ohio Sports Magazine. We're joined by Jim Fander, President and General Manager of the Akron Rubber Ducks baseball team. We've talked to a few of Ohio's minor league baseball teams here on this show, and some of them have mentioned that you guys sort of talk to each other behind the scenes and and trade ideas. Have you ever thought of doing sort of a a contest or promotion for fans to have them visit each park in Ohio, kind of do a passport? I love that idea. I think that'd be a lot of fun. You know, one of the, one of the great collaborative pieces behind minor league baseball is none of us are really in competition with each other. I mean, you know, we all live in smaller communities that, you know, obviously they love their baseball teams and they support them, but you know, the rubber ducks aren't competing with the Toledo Mudheads or the Dayton Dragons, you know, and, and there's a lot of great baseball operators. There's a lot of great, um, uh, minor league brands in our, in our state within drivable distance. And I think that's what's great about it, but we do. We, we, we're very collaborative. We share ideas. We talk with each other, what works, what doesn't work. And, um, and, and I think that's what makes it great because everybody wants the other team to be successful. And, and I think in our industry, we're as successful as the best team and as the, as the worst team in, in, in minor league baseball. There's only 120 of us across the country. So we want everyone to be great and we want to be able to really positively impact the communities that we live, work and play in because we, you know, without our communities, you know, minor league baseball is not going to survive. Speaking of impacting the community, can you tell me a little bit about some of the community efforts that you make off the field? I would imagine there's some philanthropic activities going on out there. There are. We do a number of uh, philanthropic uh, opportunities. Uh, for example, um, we do a program called Charity Begins at Home, where, uh, you know, for a game, you know, uh, we have a nonprofit that basically gets to take over the ballpark. They get to raise uh, funds and awareness for their cause. Uh, they have a chance to sell fundraising tickets to bring out, um, you know, some of their constituents to the ball game. Um, you know, we'll give them a direct marketing table where they're able to, uh, to market directly to the fans. Um, that come to the games and it really gives a lot of these companies that don't have the big budgets, like, you know, maybe a fortune 500 company, but they are able to reach, uh, you know, really across, you know, all socioeconomic barriers to, to everybody who attends our games. And I think that's, what's great about baseball is that it really brings communities together in a really unique way. You know, we also do a program called helping hands where once a month we close the front office and our staff goes and volunteers in different places around the community, uh, Habitat for Humanity, where we've built houses, uh, one of a kind pets, where we'll walk, uh, walk dogs and, 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 and help animals that are getting ready to be adopted. Um, you know, we just make sure that we're part of the community. I, in my baseball career, and, and I've, I've been all over the country, but, um, I really enjoyed working for, uh, you know, a guy by the name of Mike Beck. His father, Bill, owned the Cleveland, now Guardians, then Indians, the last time we won a World Series uh, in 1948. And what Mike always says is he says, you know, uh, a community needs a ballpark more than a ballpark needs a community. And I think that's really important because, you know, we are part of this community and you can't just open the gates and expect people to come in and fill the ballpark for 70 odd home games between April and September every year, you really have to roll up your sleeves and be a part of the community. And I'm kind of in the unique position, um, you know, 
I'm an Akronite. I'm from Akron, born and raised here. Um, you know, in my career, I've been all over the country, but I had the amazing opportunity to come back home and Ken Bavi bought the team. And, um, and, and it's just for me, both personally and professionally rewarding to do this in my hometown. And like I said, there's 120 of these minor league teams across the country. Not everybody gets to be, you know, the GM of their hometown team. And, uh, and for me, I think that's pretty special. Jim Fander, the president and general manager of the Akron Rubber Ducks, live in the dream in Akron. Minor League Baseball across Ohio, is it's affordable, it's accessible, and it's so much fun. There is a lot of baseball still to be played, not only at Canal Park, but and wherever your local team is. So definitely check them out. Grab those tickets and get to a game before the season ends. Jim, we really appreciate your time today. Absolutely. Thanks so much for having me on. It's a lot of great baseball games left in the season. Um, we've got a lot of fun Akron centric promotions planned for the rest of the, uh, the rest of the year, including, uh, one of the one I'm looking most forward to is the Akron sauerkraut balls night. We'll rebrand to the sauerkraut balls, which are a unique Akron food that uh, not many people know about really outside of uh, the greater Akron, maybe Northeast Ohio area. So should be a lot of fun. Uh, always something for everybody when you come to the ballpark. And if you're interested in more information, you can always visit our website at AkronRubberDocs.com. We'll have more of this week's Ohio Sports Magazine when we continue here on the Ohio News Network. Now is a great time to schedule a back-to-school dental appointment. Dr. Lori Fitzgerald, president of the Ohio Dental Association, is here to tell us more. Your child's teeth and gums need the right food, nutrition, and vitamins to grow strong and stay healthy. Help them maintain good oral health by brushing every morning and night, flossing, visiting the dentist twice a year, and developing good eating habits. As kids head back to school, it is important to know that foods and drinks high in sugar, acidity, and other cavity-promoting substances are often low in nutritional value and have the potential to create plaque capable of damaging tooth enamel. A back-to-school dental appointment can diagnose any potential problems and improve your child's oral health. Ohio Dental Association member dentists are located throughout the state, are dedicated to providing the highest quality dental care, are bound by the highest ethical standards, and obtain superior ongoing education and training. Ask if your dentist is a member of the Ohio Dental Association so you know you are being treated by the best. To find an ODA dentist in your area, visit ODA.org. And now, Public Education Matters with Ohio Education Association President Scott DeMauro. As we open up our school buildings to students again, Ohio's public school educators are looking forward to opening up an exciting future of possibilities for everyone we serve. Parents are an important partner in all we do, and we're excited to work hand-in-hand with you in the new school year ahead. Public Education Matters, brought to you by the Ohio Education Association. Do you have foot pain? Foot pain is not normal regardless of your age or job. Podiatric physicians are the most qualified doctors to care for your feet and can provide important foot care solutions or shoe inserts to better manage foot pain. Ohio Foot and Ankle Medical Association podiatric physicians are located throughout the state and are dedicated to providing the highest quality foot and ankle care. We've been serving the profession and the public for over 100 years. To find a member of the Ohio Foot and Ankle Medical Association near you, visit associationsadvanceohio.com. Looking for a new career or job change where you can work with nature? An arborist is a well-respected professional knowledgeable in the care and science of trees. The arboriculture industry is both an art and a science combining knowledge, skill, and technology. If you're looking for a well-respected and exciting industry that improves people's lives and the environment, then arboriculture may be for you. 
If interested, visit OhioChapterISA.org. That's OhioChapterISA.org. Do you or any of your family members, neighbors, or friends own a property that you just want to be done with it? If so, call TurboTrack Realty today for an all-cash offer at 614-470-2000. 614-470-2000. Would it be convenient for you to take what you wanted and leave the rest behind? Great, I'll buy it. Call 614-470-2000. That's 614-470-2000. Ohio Sports Destination. Now back to Ohio Sports Magazine on the Ohio News Network. Once again, here's Kate Burdett. The Dayton Dragons minor league baseball team has a very unique distinction. They have the longest consecutive sellout streak in professional sports. I don't know if you knew that, but it's pretty cool. And today we're joined by Brandy Ganaha. She is the vice president and assistant general manager of the Dayton Dragons. Hi, Brandy. How are things in Dayton? Great. Enjoying uh, the summer and all the fantastic fans that we have had visit us so far this season. So what a distinction, not just in baseball, not just in Ohio, but in all of professional sports, this team continues to sell out. But that should not be construed by potential ticket buyers as something to scare them away. There are still tickets available for upcoming Dayton Dragons games, right? That is right. You know, going into, you know, this season and still being in that COVID hangover, if you will, from the pandemic, I think that there's, you know, that misconception that we are still easily sold out every single game at the start of the season. And that is it. And it's just not the case any longer. Um, So this season, we really focused on educating the public and the Miami Valley at large and letting them know that there are still tickets and we just slowly chip away at every single Dragons game this season to ensure that we maintain the sellout streak. We think that's extremely important to our fan base. Um, and of course, you know, it's something to be proud of in the Miami Valley and the Dayton region that they have helped us accomplish since the very beginning. So we do hold that title. We want to maintain that. And uh, it's important for people to know that there are tickets out there. Please support the Dragons and the sellout streak and helping us maintain that they can definitely contact the box office and get some tickets and get tickets. They should, because there's always something happening at Dare ballpark and on the field and off. I like to say in, in the case of any of the minor league baseball teams we've talked to here in Ohio, and we've talked to quite a few, I always love to hear about upcoming promotions on the calendar and some things that we should look forward to maybe even next season. What kind of fun stuff can you let us in on? Sure. Um, We always um, try to maintain a lot of different fun events for the community, uh, some of which, you know, we are sponsors of and we have different corporate partners that sponsor them. Um, but sometimes, you know, we also just have these private events for companies that partner. So publicly, though, we just hosted our first ever Logan Wilson celebrity softball game. And that was in the month of June. We also just held one of my favorite events, which is our Dragons 5K. And uh, for the first time in a while since pandemic, we actually had over 2000 individuals. So that's pretty normal for us pre-pandemic. But we had 2200 people participate in this uh, 5k that happened in july 
Uh, we have a lot of other fun community programs that we raise awareness for during Dragons games and different programs to really elevate and lift the messages of those around us that are doing great things in and out every single day. Brandy, what is it that you think that gives your ballpark and the team and the organization, the Dayton Dragons, the the distinction? What is it that keeps people coming back so that you are consecutively selling out so many games? I think what that's such a great question. I think what it is, is that at the heart of it all and what we've always focused on since day one is the fan experience. And making sure that everyone feels included and excited about what they're experiencing at that particular game. You know, we have a fantastic rotation of fans. We have amazing game plans, you know, from eight game plans to 16s to set to half a season or a full season. So we have this amazing rotation of people coming every game. It is the same experience whether you come on a Tuesday night or you're here on a Saturday. And so I think that's really important. We're not saving anything for those weekend games just because it's a weekend and we think more people are going to show up in the seats or anything like that. We want every single Dragons game to be the same genuine, fun, exciting experience. Um, And it's, again, something for everyone. We have every walk of life that comes to a Dragons game, you know, babies and toddlers, and we have something for them to entertain them and keep them excited to grandma and grandpa. We have all kinds of people visiting us at Dare Ballpark. So I think just focusing on our entertainment experience, the product, um, you know, we have also affordability at our disposal. We, we think that's very important. You know, you have to take in consideration how much does it cost to take a family of four out to a Dragons game or any event for that matter. I think because we are really at heart focused on those types of uh, important decisions and making sure that our product and what we put out there for our fans is top notch. And it seems like that's exactly what you're doing. Let's keep their sellout streak going. Keep those tickets flying off the shelves. The Dayton Dragons still have a lot more baseball to play before their season ends. So get out to Day Air Ballpark in Dayton. Check out the Dayton Dragons. Brandy has been there quite a long time and knows exactly what you can expect. And as she said, something for the whole family. Brandy Gana, thank you so much for joining us today from the ballpark. And uh, we wish you the best of luck finishing out this season. We can't wait to see what next season has in store, too. Thank you so much for having me. We'll have more of this week's Ohio Sports Magazine when we continue here on the Ohio News Network. The Buckeye Show. The goalie of the movie Miracle. You want me to take your stupid test, her? I want the guy that wouldn't take the test. <laughs> so maybe it's a little bit of that. that. I don't so know. That's what you should have done. Not take it. The Buckeye Show. Sponsored by CareSource. Weeknights at 6 on The Fan. Now back to Ohio Sports Magazine on the Ohio News Network. Once again, here's Kate Burdett. It's time to talk Cleveland Browns football with Tyvis Powell from the Ultimate Cleveland Sports Show and our Eric Reeser. Talking with Tyvis Powell, national champion defensive back at the Ohio State University, former NFL safety. You can hear him statewide on the Cleveland Browns radio network and also on ONN affiliate WBNS FM in Columbus. Tyvis, Thursday was practiced 15 of 25 for the Buckeyes in fall camp. To that point, several newcomers had lost their black stripes, a tradition dating back to when Urban Meyer first arrived on campus. And I'm sure you've been asked this numerous times and probably a couple of times by me, but do you remember when you lost your black stripe and what was that experience like? Yeah. 
Yes, I remember losing my black stripe. It was uh, it took me a while. You know, it took me a little bit longer than others. Um, I will say that I was one of those guys who, unfortunately, mine's bled into the season. Um, even though I did come in early, which it's a shame that it took me this long. But, you know, um, when I lost it, I remember I just had a really good week of practice. I want to say it was like, I think we was playing Cal that week. And I just remember Coach Myers, we're going to do a circle drill. If you win this circle drill, we'll take that stripe ball. And I remember I went up against Mike Thomas, and Mike is really good at the circle drill. But I ended up beating him. So I got my stripe removed, and it was just like, you know, when he when he gave his speech to tell me I was getting my stripe removed, it was like, you know, this guy earned it, y'all. It, y'all respect him because he earned the right to be a Buckeye, and it was just a it was a good feeling for me to know that. You know, it took me it took me a little bit longer, but I finally understood what my role on the team was, and I, I learned how to practice, and I just learned how to be a pro and be a Buckeye. So it was worth it. We're not going to have to wait too much longer for the start of the regular season now that we're past the midpoint in August. Uh, head coach Ryan Day is yet to name a starting quarterback and there's about 10 or so practices in fall camp left before the indiana game tyvis when could or should ohio state fans get a little concerned with the idea that nobody's taken the starting quarterback job i mean it's a little alarming now because you know last time he was in this predicament it was with cj and them and obviously around this time cj was named the starting quarterback i think that you know when you keep hearing him say nobody has been consistent enough to you know earn the position it does come off is a little bit of alarming because it's like, you know, you got, you get like Kyle McCord, like you, everybody believes Kyle McCord is the leader. It's like, man, you've been here for three years. You should be able to separate yourself, but not knowing that anybody's separating itself. One, you know that it's very competitive. That's that's the first thing. So that's that's great. So whoever wins it is just flat out is more consistent than the other guy is, and that's kind of what you want, especially at your quarterback position. Um, but I don't expect this thing to go into the season. I expect him to have somebody named by the end. But if he don't and he tries to do this two quarterback thing, you know, I think that could cause a little bit of problems. Talking with Tyvis Powell, he's a national champion defensive back at The Ohio State University. Hear him statewide on the Cleveland Browns radio network. You can also hear him on ONN affiliate WBNS FM in Columbus. You can also see him Saturdays this fall on the Big Ten Network's Big Ten tailgate. Tyvis, along with the quarterback battle, Ohio State's got three major spots along the O-line to fill. And earlier this week, offensive line coach Justin Fry said they're getting closer to naming a starting center and starting tackles. How much time do they have before the Buckeyes need to stop sharing reps along the offensive front well i think that goes hand in hand with the quarterback i think that for for ohio state obviously you you're replacing three key spots on the offensive line is vital that you can work that chemistry you know these guys are all on the same page these guys all communicate and they see things the same way so for example you know if you have a dip you keep rotating the tackles in there you know the relationship between the guard and the tackle or the center and the and the and the guards won't be as crisp as they should be you know they might not see it the same way or they might not know how that certain guy really wants to play it so i think that to develop that chemistry and and get these guys all on the same page and they see these stunts and these fronts that these defenses are trying to put up, it'll be nice if all of the they just name the five and those guys can start building communication and they can work with each other to know how each other is going to play certain fronts and certain schemes. So I think it needs to happen sooner than later as well. Tyvis, earlier this month, uh, redshirt freshman tight end Bennett Christian was suspended for the entire 2023 season for failing a drug test. 
Uh, Christian said he tested positive for a banned substance back in January. And I want to give him the benefit of the doubt. He said it was by accident. But just in your experience, both as a player and just the time you spend around the program currently, how stringent are they with what's acceptable to put in your body and what's not acceptable to put in your body? Well, I mean, they definitely take the precautions, obviously the stuff that they give you. Like I was one of the guys that I never used anything outside of what they gave me at the Woody because I was afraid of something like this happening. You know, I was afraid that I would take something and and not know what's in it all the way. And I end up getting drug testing and fell in a drug test. So that was always a fear of me, but they always had our backs on it. They always used to say, if you're going to buy something, like you're going to like the nutrition store, GMC or something like that to buy some pre-workout, or some recovery stuff, they always told us to bring it in and let us see it and read the label so we can tell you if it, if you if it's uh, something that you'll get banned, that if it's a banned substance or not. And I guess with him being a freshman, you know, maybe he didn't understand that all the way. So that's probably how he ended up, you know, fell in the drug test. He went out on his own, got something outside of the woody, took it, and found out that it had something in there that it wasn't supposed to. And that's probably why he's, he uh, had a failed drug test. So I think for him, it should be a learning experience. You know, just trust that they do everything they can at the woody to make sure that our bodies is in shape and that make sure that your body is taken care of. They have the perfect uh, post drinks. They have the perfect protein shakes. They have a nutritionist on staff. So they have everything that you need. You really don't need to go to any outside sources to try to, to you know, try to improve your body because it's already there in the woody. Probably the most important preseason rankings came out earlier this week in the AP's preseason top 25. Ohio State was third in that ranking. They got one first place vote. Uh, the enemy of all mankind, Michigan. Second, they got two first place votes. Georgia ran away with it. 60 first place votes. And Alabama was fourth. I want to take you a little ways down the ranking. Stay in the top 10, but Penn State, the Nittany Lions, going into the season ranked number seven. Do you buy the hype for the Nittany Lions this year? And in what's got to be along with Wisconsin and maybe Mel Tucker at Michigan State, you've got to get something done this year for James Franklin. Yeah, you know what? I do buy the hype. I mean, the Nittany Lions always are a really good team. You know, they're they're well coached. They have... Arguably, as, as many athletes on our team that on their team that we have on ours, they always play Ohio State tough. They always play the team up north tough. So I think they actually do have what it takes to be really good. And they could see themselves knocking out maybe a, a team up north or an Ohio State at some point in the season. So I, I do buy the hype, especially if the quarterback is the guy who they say that he is. I think that their running back room is one of the best in the Big Ten between them and the, the team up north. But, yeah, I, I buy it. I'm here for it. A quickie here from the NFL. Your former Ohio State teammate Ezekiel Elliott signed a one-year deal with the New England Patriots. How do you see Zeke fitting in with New England, and how do you think it feels for him to go back to the number 15 that he wore in college? <sighs> you know, I think that for the Patriots, it's a good pick for them because, you know, <laughs> Ramon J. Stevenson is a really good running back, um, but he, he is the only guy there. You know, they lost Damian Harris to free agency, so they need a guy, to, you know, to replace Ramon J. Stevenson that could probably get a lot of the things done if Ramon J. Stevenson got banged up. And I think that Zeke still has a lot of stuff left in the tank. You know, he said that he was battling some, some knee injuries for the past couple of years, hopefully with the little time off that he had and not having to go 
you know, through the whole process of training camp. Hopefully it was able to save his body. He was able to get back to 100%. That is Tyvis Powell, national champion defensive back at The Ohio State University. Again, as football season draws ever nearer, hear him statewide on the Cleveland Browns radio network and see that wonderful smile every Saturday this fall on the Big Ten Network's Big Ten tailgate. Tyvis Powell, thank you so much, bud. Thank you. We'll have more of this week's Ohio Sports Magazine when we continue here on the Ohio News Network. The Fan Golf Classic sponsored by Logan AC and Heat Services is sold out. A special thanks to our listeners and clients for making this the fastest sellout ever. See you September 11th at Columbus Country Club. Now back to Ohio Sports Magazine on the Ohio News Network. Once again, here's Kate Burdett. Time to discuss Cincinnati Reds baseball and hear from Jeff Carr of Locked On Reds with our Paul Keels. It's our pleasure this week to talk with Jeff Carr from the Locked On Reds podcast. And if you haven't listened, you should because it's very entertaining, especially for those of us who are Reds fans. And Jeff, I'm going to start by asking about something you and Steve Offenbaker were talking about this week. And that's kind of the quandary that the Reds have with this lineup, the way they're using left-handed hitters and right-handed hitters in certain platoon situations and how it seems to have some of its foibles. Yeah, it's really strange, Paul, because the mantra nowadays is to play the matchups, to play the analytics, righty versus lefty, lefty versus righty. But I think that works whenever your team is healthy. The big miss right now is that India is out of the lineup. You have Jake Fraley out of the lineup due to injuries uh, to both those guys. And so you've got some dudes that they called up from AAA to fill those roster spots that, especially in their loss on Tuesday, really loomed large the fact that they got far more at-bats than, you know, Will Benson or Joey Votto or even T.J. Friedel, for that matter. There was uh, a number of opportunities given to, you know, Henry Ramos and Stuart Fairchild and T.J. Hopkins that, to be fair, I think in a vacuum you'd say, okay, righty-lefty, that there's no problem there, but there's just such a talent gap. I don't necessarily understand the big difference, the big uh, boon that you would get by going righty-lefty as opposed to just rolling with your dudes who have the talent in Benson and Votto and, and TJ Friedel. And that's where kind of the, the the confusion that I've had here recently with the lineup has been. You know, Jeff, you might remember this. I'm going to refer back to when Paul O'Neill was with the Reds and Lou Pinella would not bat him against left-handed pitchers. Then he finally went to the Yankees and he won a batting title, I believe. Is this one where some of these left-handed hitters are just going to have to dig in there and just keep swinging away at him? I think so. And I, I really believe that, you know, the the small sample size, really the minor league sample size that we've seen from a guy like Will Benson with the Guardians is that, he didn't have super big platoon splits. His batting average and his on-base percentage were largely similar. It's just you did see a bit of a drop-off in how much power he had against a left-handed pitcher. And I think that especially with how much talent he has shown, like I kind of got it these last few years where it felt like the Reds had put together – some interesting, we'll say, quadruple-A players. <laughs> I love that term. The lineup. <laughs> yeah. Um, we'll say some guys that you don't necessarily think that you should hand the ratings to every day, but now they've got that talent. And I feel like guys like Friedel and obviously Joey Votto over his long career have shown the ability to stay in a lineup against the left-handed pitcher. I don't think that the Reds need to just be beholden to, well, there's a lefty on the mound. We've got to put righties in the lineup. 
they've got to really consider each individual talent that they have. You know, I think we all, Jeff, enjoy seeing teams with aggressive base running. Are the Reds in recent instances taking it a little too far? It's very possible. And and we were talking about, you know, a specific play that Ellie De La Cruz had in uh, Tuesday's loss to the Guardians where it was a fly out to right field and with runners on first and second, Matt McLean on second base, McLean tagged up, went to third. That's a pretty reasonable play being that you're not going to expect many right fielders to be able to throw a seed to third base and get you out. However, going from first to second, that's kind of a short throw. That's kind of a, a play that you would think most guys can make, and you don't even really have to envision a perfect play getting somebody out. And Now, granted, Ellie De La Cruz is the fastest guy in Major League Baseball. It's There's numbers that prove it. He's got the fastest sprint speed. But even still, I think that there is just a strategic disadvantage that they put themselves in and that instead of forcing the defense to make a perfect play, they're forcing Ellie De La Cruz to make a perfect play. You know, how he slides into the base has to be taken into account, how he takes his route from first to second, and how he avoids the tag. I think there's just so much that could go wrong for the Reds there that that play, and really, if you really thought about it, if he holds off, he stays at first base, probably the next pitch or the two pitches later, he could probably steal second anyway because they're afraid of Matt McClain taking third or taking home if they try to throw down and get Ellie. So I think that there's a lot there that, yes, there's so much raw talent on this team, but when you start to add situational awareness and strategy to it, that's where they're going to take the next step because right now it does feel like there's a few plays that they might be running themselves into outs. Jeff, the stress on the bullpen has been much discussed. Is the help that we all anticipate coming something that you can envision helping in that regard? I do think so. I I believe that there's not only uh, is Hunter Green, you know, he's going to be back, I believe, on Sunday. The Reds made uh, a couple of moves uh, that basically said, yes, we're ready to have him rejoin the rotation this weekend. But also Nick Lodolo is, is rehabbing. And you have a couple of dudes that I think will bolster the bullpen just with their arms as well. T.J. Antone is currently rehabbing a triple-A. You have um, Vladimir Gutierrez rehabbing a triple-A. There's a couple of guys who are just beginning rehab assignments. And you have a couple of guys who have more fresh arms than what we've seen in the major leagues who they could call up and guys like Casey Legamina and um, a couple of other guys like that. So I, I find it interesting the way that this team could set itself up for the final six weeks here, as long as they just continue to kind of, you know, tread water for a little bit. If you can just play 500 ball and maintain your distance from the Brewers in the division and your distance in the wild card, I think this team could really make a run in September with the healthy pitchers they have coming back. Jeff Carr from the Locked on Reds podcast. Your input, Jeff, is always much appreciated. Hey, thanks, Paul. Go Reds. We'll have more of this week's Ohio Sports Magazine when we continue here on the Ohio News Network. Now is a great time to schedule a back-to-school dental appointment. Dr. Lori Fitzgerald, president of the Ohio Dental Association, is here to tell us more. Your child's teeth and gums need the right food, nutrition, and vitamins to grow strong and stay healthy. Help them maintain good oral health by brushing every morning and night, flossing, visiting the dentist twice a year, and developing good eating habits. As kids head back to school, it is important to know that foods and drinks high in sugar, acidity, and other cavity-promoting substances are often low 
and nutritional value and have the potential to create plaque capable of damaging tooth enamel. A back-to-school dental appointment can diagnose any potential problems and improve your child's oral health. Ohio Dental Association member dentists are located throughout the state, are dedicated to providing the highest quality dental care, are bound by the highest ethical standards, and obtain superior ongoing education and training. Ask if your dentist is a member of the Ohio Dental Association so you know you are being treated by the best. To find an ODA dentist in your area, visit ODA.org. And now, Public Education Matters with Ohio Education Association President Scott DeMauro. As we open up our school buildings to students again, Ohio's public school educators are looking forward to opening up an exciting future of possibilities for everyone we serve. Parents are an important partner in all we do, and we're excited to work hand-in-hand with you in the new school year ahead. Public Education Matters, brought to you by the Ohio Education Association. Do you have foot pain? Foot pain is not normal regardless of your age or job. Podiatric physicians are the most qualified doctors to care for your feet and can provide important foot care solutions or shoe inserts to better manage foot pain. Ohio Foot and Ankle Medical Association podiatric physicians are located throughout the state and are dedicated to providing the highest quality foot and ankle care. We've been serving the profession and the public for over 100 years. To find a member of the Ohio Foot and Ankle Medical Association near you, visit associationsadvanceohio.com. Looking for a new career or job change where you can work with nature? An arborist is a well-respected professional knowledgeable in the care and science of trees. The arboriculture industry is both an art and a science combining knowledge, skill, and technology. If you're looking for a well-respected and exciting industry that improves people's lives and the environment, then arboriculture may be for you. If interested, visit ohiochapterisa.org. That's ohiochapterisa.org. Do you or any of your family members, neighbors, or friends own a property that you just want to be done with it? If so, call TurboTrack Realty today for an all-cash offer at 614-470-2000. 614-470-2000. Would it be convenient for you to take what you wanted and leave the rest behind? Great, I'll buy it. Call 614-470-2000. That's 614-470-2000. The Fan, Ohio Sports Destination. Now back to Ohio Sports Magazine on the Ohio News Network. Once again, here's Kate Burdett. Time now to get some highlights of the Ultimate Cleveland Sports Show with Jay Crawford. Here's producer Colin Barringer to set the scene. Thanks, Kate. This week on the Ultimate Cleveland Sports Show, a lot of discussion about the backup quarterback position for the Browns, and the crew discusses whether it should be Joshua Dobbs or rookie Dorian Thompson-Robinson. Dorian Thompson-Robinson. This, it's like the same thing that happened with Amani Bates here, like to some degree. What, in the little tiny bit, he's thrown 20 preseason passes, 21 preseason passes. I think he's 18 of 21 in the two games, Okay. In those 21 passes in the nine or eight runs that he's had, he has looked excellent. Yeah. Nothing negative to say about him. But here's the thing. None of these statistics matter. No. Quarterback rating. When a guy, part, what makes you a great quarterback is that you're able to s- sustain this type of play for a game, for a season, right? If he throws 10 passes, well, that's great. And the numbers are great, nine for 10. Right. But if he had to play the whole game... Okay, then you got to deal with the ups sure. and downs Sample of a whole size game. Is too small. It's too small, and he's doing it against guys who are not NFL players. Well, let me players. be devil's advocate, yeah, then, yeah, okay? Yeah. Because that is a good argument. Most of these guys, 
But Josh Dobbs was playing against the same Jimmys and Joes. Agreed. And Josh and, Dobbs and, didn't play particularly well. To catch the full breakdown, just search the Ultimate Cleveland Sports Show on YouTube, subscribe to their page, and enjoy daily content covering all things Cleveland sports. We'll be back to wrap up this week's Ohio Sports Magazine when we continue on the Ohio News Network. Rockman and Ice. That was completely unprofessional oh, at that time. It. You come at me with a sorry receiver like Crabtree, that's what you're going to get. I loved it. Awful. That's my type of party right there. Rockman and Ice, weekdays at noon. Sponsored by your local Pella Window showroom. The Fan. Now back to Ohio Sports Magazine on the Ohio News Network. Once again, here's Kate Burdett. That's it for this week's Ohio Sports Magazine. Thanks again to all of this week's guests. Jim Fander, President and General Manager of the Akron Rubber Ducks. Now we know why they call them the Rubber Ducks. And Brandy Ganaw from the Dayton Dragons. Grab some tickets to a Dragons game and keep their sellout streak going. Thanks to all of our Locked On podcast contributors this week as well. For Colin Barringer, Eric Reeser, and Paul Keels, I'm Kate Burdett. Thanks for listening to Ohio Sports Magazine. Join us next week here on the Ohio News Network. Broadcasting from the Lindsay Honda Studios. Honda makes the cars. Lindsay makes the difference. Visit lindsayhonda.com. WBNSFM 